Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rivals pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years. Here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick First time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step. To five three three four two New York, call the twenty four seven Hope Line at one eight seven seven eight Hope and Y or text Hope and Y four six seven three six nine. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or twenty four seven in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome back. We have a special edition pod for you today. Black Opinions Matter. I'm joined by my co-host Amina Hassan, Big Wass, John Gervais, and on the ones and twos, Rob Lopez. What's up, fellas? Yeah. Yeah. 
if you have been listening to our uh, last episode, me mentioned that we will be doing a special uh, episode on Allen Iverson and the impact on the Reebok question. We're going to talk about a few nostalgia moments of when we first seen the shoe, when we first bought the shoe, when we first tried the shoe on. And then we're going to share some, you know, iconic Allen Iverson moments. My, my memory of the shoe was my cousin who's three years older than me. So what what year did this shoe first drop? Was it not? 97? It was 96. 96. It was 96. Okay. Yes, sir. Damn. Yo, that's so, that's so crazy. I was in third grade. My cousin was in sixth grade and he, um, you know, he basically, he begged his, his, his mom, my aunt to buy him the sneakers. And, you know, of course, at the time we were all Jordan heads, Penny heads. Um, I think, I don't know if Pippen would have had his own, his own mm. sig to drop yet? I, I don't say that one didn't nah, come out. I don't think so. Not nah, yet, right? Pippen did have Pippen did have his because he had his and um he had his for Barcelona. Ninety six was oh. the golden year. Ninety six was the golden year. We had Pippen. the air air much more up tempo. That's where the AIR came out. That's that was, yeah. those okay. was the first. Pippen. Okay, and the, okay, and so that, those he didn't were, have his own shoe. Barcelona, so I'm tripping. Barcelona was ninety two. I'm tripping. Those weren't his signature shoe, but they were. He was affiliated. Yeah. with the yeah. shoe. Nike used to do that all the time with shoes. But you know, again, we were just Nike, 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 Nike brainwashed. But AI, he came out and was just so different from basically any NBA player we'd ever seen. Just his whole ethic, the way he talked, the way he carried himself on the court, the fact that you know. We talk about the crossover now, but it, and it's not that Isaiah and Tim Tim Hardaway weren't crossover guys, but it's just I don't know. It was just something different about what AI was doing on the court. And of course, Reebok comes out with this phenomenal sneaker, and I just remember my older cousin EJ getting those sneakers, and I was just like, "Wow, those are <laughs> freaking incredible!" And I couldn't remember ever feeling that way about a nine non Nike sneaker because we were so brainwashed into Nike and Jordan at the time, and that AI could just break that, you know, break that chaos and break that stranglehold that Nike had and get people to want to buy some Reeboks, some signature shoes for a brand new kid. You know, he did his two years at Georgetown, but it's not like he was some household name. It's just obviously there was something special about him. And Reebok had the foresight to recognize that and put, you know, put money behind him and push push a shoe. And Man, it's it's one thing to do the 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 marketing push and to have the foresight for what type of player you want to push and who has the personality for it that resonate with fans. Um, it's another thing to des- design a fucking dope ass shoe. That's the thing, and that to me, that's and that's the what thing. they did. That's the big thing is that the product matched the hype on all because we see this all the time, even today. There's a guy, and everyone likes the guy, and he's got a charisma about him, and they have the marketing campaign, but the shoe is just, not, like, think about Russell Westbrook and his shoe. I'm not, I don't know anyone who wants to wear that shoe, especially, uh, like, um, recreationally or something like that. But when you think about Iverson, uh, first of all, I remember, he wore Jordans at, at Georgetown. Yes, sir. So, Concords. So, Concords. The, the, yes, the big thing was when he didn't sign with Nike, he signed with Reebok. I was like, wait, what? Like, because it was it was a little bit of a surprise, you know, because usually players tend to stick with what they wore in AAU and what they wore in college. Uh, but again, shout out to Reebok. They really they saw that he was more than just the number one overall pick and a great talent. Remember, Joe Smith was the number one overall pick the year before that. 
right? Glenn Robinson was the number one pick the year before that. Uh, and the year before that, it was Chris Webber. None of those guys, I think, had the charisma of Allen Iverson. And, uh, you know, you, you, you put your money on this horse, and this dude was absolutely transformational because, and this is what everyone says, is he unapologetically honest and himself. I'm not, I'm not a gangster. No, I'm not a thug. No, I'm not in trying to be hard. If you ask me about that on the basketball court, then I say, yeah, I'm, I'm hard. I'm tough on the basketball court. But off the court, that ain't who I want my kids to feel like their daddy is. That's just my environment. That's where I came from. I can't be somebody else. All I can be is the best Allen Iverson that I can be. So my, my thoughts on this shoe, right? It's 96. I'm 11 at the time. I see the commercial. I obviously had the rookie draft class poster from Slam on my wall. But what really stuck out about the questions is that everybody in the hood had them, right? And they had the blue suede, you know, with the 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 leper the the leather upper, you know what I mean? The pearlized overlays with the hexalite cushion, which we called it the honeycomb because we didn't know about the technology back then. Um that shoe was a must-have. You can wear them with jeans. You could wear them on the court. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't crazy because, obviously, I wore size six and a half at that time. And the shoe was a bit, you know, higher you now. remember what size you wore when you were 11 years old? Crazy year, man. That's, that's one of the greatest <laughs> sneaker years of all time. I remember every shoe I've owned. Um, yeah, I was really about it. Um, but now, you know, you have to look at it. Um We've had so many colorways from this shoe originally, but the uh, the pearly toe is the one that just ideally stuck out. That white navy pearly toe, and I'm not sure Jerv can speak on this, the white red pearly toe I think was only released on the East Coast because um, we didn't have access to that. And then it also probably worked in our favor due to gangs in Los Angeles. So, um, But this was one of the most popular shoes out. Yeah, so for me, um, obviously this shoe hits a little different with me. Uh, one dude was, you know, he gets drafted. The city's going nuts. You know what I mean? Uh, Stackhouse had his sneaks the year before. Uh, Fila gave him a sneak. It didn't really hit in the city like that. You know, only true, like, Sixers fans really had the Stackhouses, right? But then the AI comes out and it's they got the commercial for it. I think the commercial was like the art of the crossover and they de- they're detailing the shoe. Well, that, was, that wasn't for the first one. That, that wasn't, wasn't for the first one. No, because the that 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 commercial came out. I think for the AI to, for the answers. Right? You're right. The first these shoes are the question. The answers were the ones that uh, that commercial was for because this was after he crossed up Michael Jordan. That's when right. the crossover became like a national thing. Yo, Alan, what's going on? How you doing? So how do you like the answer with DMX? Feeling it when I do my move. Oh, your crossover, right? Yeah. I've been studying you, trying to figure it out. <laughs> I just make the defender think I'm going one way, and then once he gets his body leaning in that direction, I just cross it over to the other hand and go right by him. So that air is moving under your feet? Yeah, it's like I don't even think about it. I just do it, and I'm out. You're out? Yeah, ghost. Ghost, huh? Disappear. Like a ghost. Yeah. I get it now. Yeah, I get it. So when I got, I got the, the I, 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 I had to have them, right? Like I, I begged my mom for them. She got me the red joints, right? The, the red ones were, were crazy. You know what I mean? I, I loved them. They, they were comfortable. And at that point in time for me, 
I was rocking everything. Like I, I like my my homie was a crazy Jordan dude. I didn't really become a Jordan guy till later on in life. You know what I mean? I, I had Jordans, but nothing too crazy. Uh, you know, I was rocking everything from Grand Hills and everything. So I had the red AIs, and then when the ice blue ones came out, I remember I couldn't find them in my size. And this is the first time in my life I ever went down. I, I was I've been wearing a thirteen since fifth grade. This is the first time in my life I ever bought a size twelve. Like went down smaller, and I this is this is the shoe that that taught me that I could take the insole out of my shoe and gain an extra like half an inch to gain comfort or whatever. Wow! Right, so you know, for me, like those two colors were everything, and then I think right after that they came out with the black and gold ones, and the the ice blue one. The hype around them was so crazy that like they sold out in Philly. I want to say not even trying to cap it up, maybe within forty eight hours and this is back when sneakers really they sold out but there were so many sneaker stores so many mom and pop shops before everybody was going to Foot Locker and kicks and all those places you know you just went to your mom and pop shop and you bought all the sneakers but the ice blue joints were sold out everywhere you could not find them you know especially for me I'm a 13 so they only get one 13 in, in, in stock so you know they eventually came out with the black and gold ones and I had to have them so I had every Color every original colorway of uh, of of the of the silhouette. It's by far the most. Uh, those in the concords are the most influential, um, like silhouette that's ever that I've ever laid eyes on that I've ever had for myself. It's the most iconic. It's the most iconic sneaker for a Philly dude to to have at that point in time. And if in the city, if you didn't have them, you really weren't doing anything. Like you had to have AIs. Whether you like Trey said, whether you played ball in them, whether you rocked them with jeans, whatever you did, like you had, you had to have AIs. Did, did y'all? Did, did was everyone anyone's ever trip out about the idea that all of his shoes are called the answers, except for the first ones? They were called the questions. Uh, yeah, well, the, the he's technology the changed the shoes too. Are the <laughs> and then they also added the Reebok DMX technology, which was kind of interesting, being called DMX, but um. The cool thing about this, this shoe got retroed in 2000 just because uh, Michigan State went on a magical run. Oh, my God. Please used to yeah. love these joints. So they had the green tips. Right. And that's when they launched the whole team colorway um, colors oh, for that. And, and then also it was a hit and Iverson wore them in the All-Star game in the year 2000, which was a 2001 All-Star game. He wore the black, the black, uh, the black tips, which were really good. Um so this shoe has been around. It's been released multiple times, over 100 colorways since the original release. Um, one of the probably one of the most popular shoes from the 90s. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, man. And like the idea that, uh, you know, I'm thinking about that commercial that Jervis talking about. I was just saying, well, the crossover had already existed. Why? What was it about Iverson? The thing about him was they used to teach you not to dribble the ball outside of like, like keep everything yeah outside yeah. of your body like keep it low and tight and iverson was the first one to say i'm gonna expose the ball to make you go after it <laughs> exactly exactly and so you know that 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 commercial was funny because all the old heads were like well they're even showing you how he's because obviously when you're executing a crossover like that it's very easy to palm the ball in mid thing is as you hesitate um uh, it, it's you know the, the dude. he changed the game with that. I mean, he obviously did. They, they end up implementing the carrying call even more every time he was turning the ball over that he had to even stop. It was him and Kobe Bryant 
that were showing the ball and just hitting all these old guys. You know, even Jordan complained after getting hit with the same move twice, which broke my heart because I was a Jordan guy. But, you know, I was being so explosive at, at six feet, you know, even the, the tip jam of over Camby and, and other plays, you know, he was really known for his ankle breaking presence, but can we tap in about how much of a cultural figure he was that, you know, not only did they stop him from doing the carrying, um, they, he shifted to dress code. Well, you know, it's not, it's not just a dress code. I mean, I think the, the first thing I think about is the idea that, before Allen Iverson, there were maybe like two or three dudes that had their hair in braids, like Spreewell and a couple other dudes, right? And after Iverson, like having your hair in braids exploded across the not world. only the league, the, the but world. the world, right? Like there's like there's baby, not baby, but child photos of Kristaps Porzingis with his with his hair in cornrows and wearing a headband, like. That's Allen Iverson. That ain't nobody else that he's emulating right there. And then the other thing is, and I think this is the big one. Like, I remember when having tattoos was like a thing. Like, oh, this guy's got tattoos. He's a really tough Dangerous. Guy. And Rob, now. Rodman had like one, one or oh, two yeah. Now it's so Everyone's like, he's just crazy. He's like a no, circus. No, I'm saying he, he had like one or two tattoos, and everybody thought that was the wildest thing. Yeah. Yeah. But, but like now, it's like, I don't have tattoos, and I feel like I'm in the minority. Yeah. That, again, in the world, like, or at least in this country, it's it's commonplace. But at the time, and so when we talk about the dress code, Trey, at the time, you're talking about a guy. Oh, it was Allen Iverson guy. Who is this guy out here with his hair in braids and like arms all tat- tatted up? And da da da. It's like, well, that's what people look like now. Like that's just the norm now. But at the time, it was just who, who is this hoodlum? You know that. Everyone's clutching their pearls. So my my uh, my hot take line that I always say when it comes to AI is outside of Michael Jordan, Allen Iverson is the most influential person, and he's the most influential person on the game. Just as far as you know, on the court and off the court, nobody's influenced the game and, and, and like the culture more than more than him. Yeah, I, like you, I, shit, I wouldn't disagree with that at all. Dude, do you know how yeah, many I don't NBA think anybody players, arguing about that. You, you know how many NBA players say Allen Iverson was their favorite player growing up? Like, well, that's bro, the thing. it's like I, everybody. I was at his retirement game, and it tripped me out to see how many uh, players said that. And, and I mean, it makes sense when you when you hear it from their mouths, but like when you get Wade and all these dudes, it's like, LeBron. yo, I wear yeah, like I, I wear three. I wear the arm sleeve. I do this because of do. Yeah. And you sit back. Like I mean, I was coaching. I used to do uh, Villanova basketball camps. Um, I used to be like a, a counselor and stuff like that at Villanova basketball camp. And the same thing. I mean, talking about with like Przingis, I would see um, like little white kids with the sleeve. You know what I mean? At, at the camp, coming down, trying to do crossovers, and it would blow my mind because I'm in some. I'm in. You know, I mean, granted, it's right outside Philly. But I'm on the main line, and the main line is is a very, 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 very wealthy area, right? And you're seeing these little white uh, kids being Iverson, which is, I mean, my whole life, all I saw was kids trying to be Iverson because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm in the hood. So that's what, you know, the hood does it. He's the hood legend. But dude's impact was, was ridiculous to see 
little white kids with, with the sleeve and little white kids with the, with the headband and, and trying to come down and do the extra crossover and, and have the little bop in the step and all those type things, man. Like dude's impact was amazing. And it, it's, 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 yeah, I mean, it's, Bro, it's not far. Jeremy, you know how everybody's talking about Kawhi is like, you know, they're comparing his game to Mike. Cause like, he's clearly studied them and patent like all of his moves and stuff after Mike. But Kawhi says his two favorite players, a Mike and AI. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? So was, it's not just LeBron. His and favorite team in high school was Kawhi. the Denver Nuggets because of Allen Iverson. <laughs> you know, like AI is just amazing. And, you know, my, my favorite thing about AI, because, and I've said this a couple of times before, I actually stupidly had a <laughs> had a, a, a bit of a vendetta against AI because I was I was a Steph Marbury fan. And in my own head, they were, they were, um, rivals to one another yeah. and I would watch AI get all the praise and I'm like yo but Steph gets busy too Steph scores too Steph actually passes Steph this Steph that whatever so I feel like I, I deprived myself of really appreciating this game but what I always loved about AI was when he would speak like his interviews like if you read all of his slam features or just a press conference like this dude didn't know how to be phony. He didn't know how to give a canned answer. Yeah. yeah. And and authenticity gets used all the time. But, man, this dude was himself. He was bringing his kid to the – he was the first person bringing the kid to the press conference. To the podium, it was yeah. deuce. It was, it was all of that, man. Um, right. He his, got his, his hair braided in the game. I, I remember his interview. I remember specifically him saying, look, man, I'll never get swept with Shaq. <laughs> he, he said, look, man, like, yo, we might lose or whatever. I don't know what the case may be, but like, I I could never get swept with Shaq on my team. Yeah. Because um, the Lakers had just finished getting swept. And, right. and I was like, bro, I would never get that's, swept with Shaq. That's live, man. <laughs> but you know what? So let me ask you guys this. Are you surprised? Are you surprised that in his retirement, like AI has become or has been one of the most um, like giving props to the new generation yes. guys. He's, he's the not the old man on the uh, he's get the off my lawn. He's the anti Barkley. He's the anti Oscar. Anti Jerv. Nah, he's anti Jerv. Anti Jerv. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not surprised though, because like, if you if you look at the type of cat he is, the 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 area he comes from, you just look at his Generous background. Cat, bro. Yeah. His, he's, his, a cool, he's a cool. He's a he's a cool ass cool, uncle, man. He's a cool dude, man. Like he's a cool dude. He's he he doesn't have an ounce of like hate. I mean, I'm sure he hates on some things, but he doesn't come off like the Jordans and all those dudes that 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 that, that hate on things, right? Like he's right. just he's just cool. Now, because you know what the you know why that's that's dope because could you imagine um where Steph Curry was and what he was doing. When the AI quote came out, mind you, this is after a bunch of old school former players is shitting on Steph. Right. And they asked AI about Steph. He's like, that's my favorite player to watch. Are you kidding me? He's way better than me. Dude, <laughs> like, like, could you imagine said, how that made Steph feel, bro? You, after all the hate? Do you remember his in the Hall of Fame when he got in trying the Hall of Fame? They did an interview with him. It was him, Shaq, and Yao. And they asked Iverson, how do you think you would do in today's game? And Iverson said, I don't know. Maybe score less. Mm. And Shaq was like, you crazy. You be out here scoring 45. And I was like, nah, man. You see these defensive players? Like, the like defenders are huge and stuff. <laughs> yeah. So real. 
Yeah, that blew my mind when he said that because that's baloney. Because I think, Trey, I think you just tweeted out or you responded to, like, the one person that you would want to see in this generation. If he's the first person that came to my mind, because I, I, I can just imagine him killing cats, right? Like, I'd want to see AI. I'd want to see a healthy Baron Davis. I, could, I, 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 said, I said Lamar Odom, Baron Davis, Tracy McGrady, Grant Hill. Um Iverson, he can score. You know what I mean? Like, it's because it's small guys now that can still score. So I don't. I'm not. I'm not questioning that. But I'm just talking about guys that transition into the game. Like, it's interesting to always but think see about it. Though Trey, this is my thing. Like with AI, if you like, man, those six, the six team that went to the finals, basically, there was not was, a single shooter on the it freaking was him, floor, right? It was AI. Wise, so they were myself, they were number one. I mean, on the team. <laughs> I mean, as as much as that team catches bad slack, I mean. It's the it's the Lakers, but they had the defensive player of the year. They had the six man player of the year. They they won fifty eight games. They had the number one uh, team in the East, the number one team in the Atlantic Division, respectively. They were supposed to be there. It just Allen Iverson needed another guy. I would you know love I mean? to see AI what, 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 run spread pick and roll with an Amari Stoudemire cat with three other shooters. I think it would be freaking incredible. And if you and you know what else would he would, would, would where he would be super unstoppable in a spread system when teams try to switch. Like, the second you try to put a bigger dude on Allen Iverson spread out 30 feet from the basket, you're finished. Well, like, the fun, the he's funny thing dribbling is, right past you. They, they still have it. It's called the Iverson cut. That's the cut where the ball's on, like, one side of the floor, and a dude comes from the other side of the floor, like, basically parallel to the basket, running off a couple of screens, catches it on the same wing that the ball is, and then you, go, you can either rip baseline or, like, jab step. And go uh, drive middle, but the Iverson cut, man, they, that's they teach that they that's a uh, not only they teach it, that's like what the scouting term for it. So there's definitely a bunch of things that his legacy is, is being felt on the game right now. Um, but I think more than anything, it was just the you know when you're a kid, people tell you, oh, just be yourself. And nobody exemplified that better now than Iverson. Be yourself, like that was just he was himself unapologetically and sometimes that wasn't the time to be himself and sometimes uh you know it 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 it, it boosted who he was but throughout it all he was always kind of stable in that way um quick question did you guys i don't know if anyone well did any of y'all look up like iverson lyrics yeah lyrics mentioning iverson excuse me not I posted 40 songs. 40 bars is actually one of my favorite, favorite tracks too. Oh, right. No, uh, but I'm talking about, I'm talking about actually 40 songs. Run us, run, run, run us through them. Run us through some of them. All right. One second. Every shot you see them take at me. They all contested. Allen Iverson shoe deal. These, these all in question. Um, who's that? Yeah. Tell us who that was. That was Drake. Okay. That was Drake. Um, let me find another one. I don't like these artists. <laughs> yeah, nah, I mean, it's not because it's a lot of cats just throwing out Iverson name. You know what I mean? Yeah. Disrespect. Um, Black Rob. Okay. I'll be the East Side Soprano, Rob Marciano, flowing every channel with the Iverson handle. I remember that. Big Daddy Kane. It ain't hard to what? tell. Yeah. What? <laughs> yes. It ain't hard to tell who's the live or one. Got them all shook and like Island Iverson. 
What is this from the future? Like, <laughs> that's ninety nine. Uh, you think he was rapping in ninety nine? Yeah, no, don't 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 disrespect the guy. That Kane in ninety nine, like that, bro. Come on. Hey, man, that's that's what it is. Uh, went from nobody on the block to superstardom. I got women from Brooklyn, Queens, Bronx, and Harlem. Hit my crib on the Hudson. Only if you're worthy, I'll put three on their backs like an Iverson jersey. That's ludicrous on the Pop Champagne remix. With the killer cross, had Iverson on the block. Grace the cover of the source, tell me that ain't hot. Fat Joe. Um, the rap game in question, and I'm young Iverson. My dog in a jam, and I got to ride with him. Lloyd Banks. Dang, Rakim even had a, a verse. Uh, my money promise and step up in the game cross the best like Allen Iverson everybody had to cross um, dancing around the club doing the tango go hard like Iverson playing with hurt ankles Talib Kweli oh. oh that's a good one <laughs> um, I'm still waiting for you to say my favorite one Trey. I shine hard and I be flossing very sweet but I'm oh. like Iverson dog I be balling but very street Lil Wayne for real for real, yo, yo, Derm, I just remembered the one. I got it, you too. Can... Here it is. All right. Probably think I won't murder you the way I, the way smile. I smile. I'm going to take a lot of stock shots. AI, AI style. AI style. Mm. Jada Kiss. On that well, I, I, thought, I, thought we were, I thought we were going, my fault, I thought we were going with Ho. Oh, we ain't done. I mean, it's still oh, going. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, not that one, bro. Don't be rude. Live from here for five stunts. The livest one still on my grizzly, no Iverson. Fabulous. Yeah. Uh, Damn. New Fab used to run the market on like, <laughs> like, like you think, uh, Iverson's a grizzly for like three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like, Fab was already. He tried to be the most current rapper. Uh, Him and Joe when the new generation think When a new generation think about Jordan, all they remember is when Iverson crossed him, Joe Budden. So he's oh, talking yeah. about Hove on Talk to Yeah, man. Right. That was actually a dope line. I ain't like it, it but was. it was dope. No, right. it was dope. But, yeah. To guide y'all through, show you how it's done, I'm the question and the answer like Iverson. Yes. Hove on a Million and One Questions remix. Yeah. I think we and, can end it on that one, right? Or unless you got one better than that. One. That's around the time that your idols become your rivals. You make friends with Mike, but got to AI him for survival. That's dope. The number one is uh, by Jadakiss, though. He's the answer in the problem. You don't want it with the way that boy go to the hole and take punishment. The young boss of the cross for four quarters, and from three-point land, he's all water. Matter of fact, call him the king. The way he breaks down the defense is like he's got the ball on a string, and that's from the commercial in 2001. One of the dopest basketball sneaker commercials ever. I don't care. All right. Best commercial? Is that what you said, Jeremy? I said one of, one of, not the, but one of oh, the best yeah, well, basketball it, it commercials is. ever. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And that concludes the episode special edition of The Question. I'm Black Trey for Amina Hassan, for Big Wass, for John Gervais, for Rob Lopez. This has been an episode of Black Opinions Matters.
Trackmaster. Yo, check them out. It's the new A5s. You gotta rock them. They even put a zone in the league to try to stop him. He's the answer and the problem. You don't want it with the way that boy go to the hole and take punishment. The young boss of the cross for four quarters. And from three-point land, he's all water. Matter of fact, call him the king. The way he breaks down the defense. It's like he got the ball on the string. And he will blow by you fast. Penetrate and dish it off or let it go high off the glass. Uh, all you need is a pair of these. Nothing else. You hesitate. And stop and pop will be something else Track masters and J to the bar I keep an extra pair in my car In case y'all wanna take it to the park High percentage, I'ma make it from the arc Take it from the heart <laughs> This is Kiss talking to you The A5 limited edition Reebok bought them to you uh, Even on the court we stay fly Jada and AI Make sure you go get the A5s Even on the court we stay fly Jada and AI Make sure you go get the A5s